0: Hey everyone uh welcome back to another episode. Well, I got some um exciting news uh so the um twenty by forty workshop that I am um starting to build is underway and um it's actually gonna get built actually even bigger. It's probably going to be twenty by eighty, but the first phase is gonna be twenty by forty um so what I did recently was I have my skidster. And I picked a spot in the front of my house or in my yard, per se. And because the ground is not level, it's close, but not level. There's some low spots, some high spots, and lots of grass, right? So, um, first thing is first, I got the skidster and I went out there and I started scraping and removing the all the grass, right? Because we don't want to pour concrete or anything on grass because when it dies and gets compacted, it's going to have voids. It's going to be like an empty spot, right? And then you have a chance of cracking your concrete. You want a solid foundation. So I'm actually using the skidster to basically um, scrape up and remove all the grass completely. The grass and the grass root. Okay. So I I already started a big area. I already have a, uh, let's see, probably a 30 or maybe even more, probably 30 by um, 28, um, piece already removed, um, of grass, um, all that grass and a little bit of dirt that's getting removed with it, I'm actually using it to fill in lower spots, because my yard is big, right guys, it's super huge, so I have a lot of different spots in the yard that's kind of low and all that, so I'm using the material, so whatever I'm ripping out, I'm putting someplace sounds to fill in, that way I can start floating up the, um, lower spots, here and there right so reuse the material and then once the grass starts to grow and it reroots, it's going to be all good uh, and then after I remove the grass I'm actually uh, starting to grade the dirt I'm using my um, the bucket obviously the back blade I'm backblading multiple different directions in order to start flattening it not only that the wheels because the skidster is really heavy um, every time I drive back and forth, I am slowly compacting the dirt down. So that's working out great. So I still need to remove more um, grass and roots in order to make the, the area available. Um, but I'm, I got a head start. Like I'm getting there. You know, I'm already more than, I'm probably more than 80% there already as far as removing all the grass out of the way. So um, once I do that, Um, I'm going to mark out exactly where everything needs to be. And then the goal is to completely grade everything and make it exactly flat. Okay. And and then as I start making it flat, I'm going to be spraying water on all the dirt. That way it can start helping it compact as as I'm driving back and forth. So that way we can start really compacting that dirt down. And then um, once I get it all super flat, um, I'm actually going to start building the frame out of 2x6s for the concrete pad okay so actually tomorrow um in between work i'm going to be toying my trailer with me i'm going to go and pick up more two by sixes i have some on hand but just not enough to do it all so i'm going to go and purchase some um, two by sixes that way i can put them all together um and you know start building the frame essentially what i'm going to do is after the ground is all flat and compacted down I am going to um, frame in three sides of the form, the concrete form. But I'm going to leave one long side open. And that's because I'm going to have a dump truck come with three-quarter minus gravel and basically be able to reverse right to it and dump it right there. Then I can use the skidster to re- to move the material around as the base course and grade it smooth. And then once I get to where I need to be, then I can... Um, install the last board the last piece right the fourth wall or you know the force the fourth um part of the square you know per se that last board um and then from there i'm pretty much there so yeah i'm gonna use the skidster a lot to get all that squared away uh and then also uh when they come and dump the first load of gravel for that i'm actually gonna have them come and dump two more loads of gravel Because I want to create what's called an apron in front of your garage. So a lot of people that don't have concrete or asphalt as their driveways or anything, a lot of times you'll see gravel in front of their garages and stuff. And that's what you call the apron. So that way it's not just dirt and grass and mud or anything like that. You just, you have gravel. Um, So I'm actually going to put down a weed barrier and then have all the gravel, um, you know, dumped on it. And then I can use a skidster to basically um, spread it all out flatten it grade it out that way have a nice apron um and then some of the rest of it's going to be for um the other part that i'm going to end up extending at a later date but i'm going to go ahead and do the apron already that way we can already get the grass you know below and um have a nice area for gravel as a gravel driveway or parking area and stuff like that because as of right now i don't have any gravel um for you know it's just all dirt and grass and Yeah, just it's a mess outside sometimes. So it'd be nice to be able to have a nice little area that I can try to keep back from the weeds. Just really, you know, start giving my place an uplift outside, you know. Um, But it's also going to benefit me in the future when I get ready to extend the shop um, to a um, 20 by 80. Um, I'm already going to have the apron there. It's already going to be done. All I got to do is basically just grade, frame, uh, and then we can pour concrete. Uh, Now, the other thing is I do have to go and pick up um, wire and uh, rebar. So that's going to be right before we actually pour concrete, but I want to get majority of it all done. The other thing I need to do is I need to dig a trench from my house to the shop. That way I can run a water line and I can run electrical line. So two separate trenches. You never want to run your electrical line next to the water line. Okay, keep, keep keep them separate. The reason for it is, for one, for code, but not only that. Um, you want to make sure that there's never going to be a problem, right? You don't want to be mixing water and electricity together, especially if they're in the same, you know, um, trench, just in case something was to happen. So keep them separate. So I need to dig tr- um, two trenches so I can run the water line and the electrical out there. Um, that way I can have water, uh, you know, on demand, with, like, you know, water spigots or whatever, water hoses if I need it. Um, but not only that, electrical. Um, to power the shop lights the wall plugs you know all the the tools or whatever um you know i need to have that available so that is the you know the steps that i'm going through right now essentially so yeah i'm very very excited guys i'm just trying to get a head start um just trying to do as much as i can um so tomorrow hopefully um in the afternoon after we get back from work and everything else hopefully there's enough daylight and I can continue removing more um, grass and just keep grading and compacting. Um, that way I'm one step closer, one step closer. Um, but yeah, just wanted to update everybody on the workshop. Um, the workshop's gonna be for many different things. Um, it's gonna be for, obviously, a workshop to work in, to be out of the wind, be out of the sun, be out of the just the elements, be out of the dirt. You know, having a nice shop to work in is just going to really make things go a lot easier. You know, um, we're just not in the elements. Because right now, if I'm doing a project outside, I'm in the elements. You know, and let me tell you, it's not fun. Not fun at all. So, having a nice, um, you know, a roof over your head, per se, and a back wall at least, um, creates a wind block and shade. It just makes your work environment a lot more pleasurable. You know, you can be a little bit more productive as well. So, um yeah, it's going to be a workshop. It's going to have the big powder coating booth for the beams. Um, I'm going to be putting a bunch of stuff in there. Um, And then if I'm not doing any projects in between stuff, I'm going to have enough room to easily park my truck or, um you know, my skidster in there and keep it out of the elements, prolong, you know, that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, it's going to be a universal workshop to do whatever I need it to do. You know, whatever I need to do, I have the space to do it now. Um, but yeah, um, if you guys have a garage already, hey, you guys are loving it. Good for you. If you don't have a garage, then you know where I'm coming from and it sucks working out in the elements. You know, I'll give you an example. Today we were doing some work and me and my worker were completely covered in dirt and just hot and getting burnt from the sun. So yeah, it's really going to be a game changer in order to have a nice shop. You know, it's funny, you know, cause I, I see a lot of people that live in town, you know, they're connected to the grid and they have garages and stuff, you know, it's like, you know, for so for someone that doesn't have a garage or a workshop yet, you know, you look at that, you're like, Oh man, I, I need it already. You know, I wish I could get it already. You know, you start dreaming, you know, your, your plans. And so for me to be able to start putting that into effect now, um, you know, it's, it's great. It's a great, great move moving forward. It is costing me a lot. Um I'll give you guys an idea. Um for the two um for the twenty by forty steel building, essentially what I'm putting up. Um that's costing me about two thousand four thousand about four thousand four hundred four thousand between four thousand four hundred to four thousand eight hundred um for just the steel building itself. Um then obviously gravel. Uh, three quarter minus gravel. Since we have a family friend that owns an excavation company as well, um, uh, but they have dump trucks and stuff. Um, we pick up, I think, a load of gravel for like three hundred and fifty or four hundred bucks or something like that. So um, I think it's like three fifty. So I'm gonna need at least three loads of that. So you know, th- three hundred and fifty times three tells you what that number is gonna be. And then also, um, the form boards, all the concrete pins. That's gonna add up, right? Uh, and then obviously the wire and the rebar that's going to cost money obviously and then the concrete the actual concrete mixture when it comes out from a concrete truck going to cost money I think that's going to end up costing me about uh, if I had to guess off the top of my head between 1800 and like 2400 somewhere in there And then, obviously, I'm going to have a bunch of guys helping me actually pour the concrete, screed, and bull float, and all that stuff. So, obviously, I'm going to be paying paying them for their time and troubles to come out and help me out. So, um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of cost involved. But once it's done, it's done. So, um, I already have the buildings already paid for. They're being shipped in as we speak. So, that's done. Um, Tomorrow, I should have enough lumber to build the forms um probably pick up some rebar if I can. And oh yeah, I can pick up rebar and some metal mesh. So to give you guys an idea, the metal mesh wire um is some really thick wire, but it's going to be used for the majority of everything um for the you know for the concrete, but we're going to have a um rebar edge. So all the way around the the form of the concrete edge of the pad, we'll have a reinforced um uh, rebar in that concrete so Uh, That way we can protect the edges from ever breaking off or breaking away from us. Uh, We have the rebar there to help prevent any of that. And then the metal mesh wire is basically the fill throughout the middle of the pad. So that'll lock everything in as well. But yeah, uh, you know, plan your projects out, guys. Save your money. Like, here's the thing, guys. I work really hard, and, and you guys do too, right? But I'm a big saver. Like, I reinvest into my business to make more money. The more money I make, the more money I could spend on my projects and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, save your money, guys, and you guys can easily do the same thing. Easily. Just put some money away, put some money away, put some money away. And before you know it, you have enough money to do it, to do whatever you need to do. You know, if you want to build a garage, go build a garage. If you need to build an addition to your house or buy a new car or a used car or whatever it may be, you know, work hard, save your money, and you can do whatever you need to do, you know. So like I always say, guys, keep your head up, keep moving forward. Don't let others dictate what you're going to do, right? You do what you're going to do, okay? Do what you feel is right for you, your family, and your situation, right? Maybe my 20 by 40 is small to some, or maybe it's big to some, but I really don't care. I don't care about anybody's opinion on what I'm going to do for me and my future, okay? Because that's that's me and my future. And I, and I really highly suggest that you guys follow the same advice on that, at least, is don't let anybody deter you from doing a project or getting into something. If you feel that's something you want to do, go do it. Okay? Go do it. Don't let nobody bring you down. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'll keep you guys updated. We have some pretty good updates coming up in the next couple of days, and um, we'll go from there. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you guys on the next one.